Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. And this is the 10 video challenge called Overcomers Series. And this is episode three. Now that we've laid a great foundation, gardening, taking personal management for your own life. Very important. Repentance is gardening. Repentance is turning away from your own sins to God. But it's also about managing society. So you need to start with yourself, your family, your business, your community, and ultimately your family. There's a great book from Miles Monroe on leadership and on the kingdom of God. I highly recommend it. And so we looked also in episode two at changing our thinking, having a kingdom mindset by weeding out the religious mindset and the political mindset. We saw in Mark chapter 3 that the Herodians and the Pharisees killed Jesus together. So the Herodians is the political system, the political way of thinking. The Pharisees are the religious way of thinking. And Jesus obviously is the kingdom. So the kingdom is now. Jesus said, today is the day of salvation. He said, look, the harvest is ripe. He said, go and preach the gospel, which is why I'm doing that now. And the funny thing is, many Christians have never heard the kingdom of God. They've never heard the real message of the kingdom of God. They've heard a religious message about salvation and getting a ticket to heaven to avoid hell, but they haven't heard really about colonizing earth with heaven about being the sons of God who sit on the throne of God, who rule earth from heaven now. And that's who we really are. And so this is the third episode, which is really about communicating what it really means to seek first the kingdom of God. And the most important thing I want to say about this is that many people lose sight of the second part of this scripture. So Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, which you could say is the most important scripture, because in it Jesus says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is a kingdom? It's a domain. It's not a religion. Religion is the opposite to kingdom. So Jesus says, Seek First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That second part of the scripture is very often forgotten. That second part of the scripture is very often lost. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in Matthew 6, 33. So what does it mean? So let's look at that second part because that second part is usually lost. And so seeking first the kingdom is seeking first the expansion of the territory of God. 
So God is the king of a kingdom. God wants to have his kingdom expand. Psalm 47 says, For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. So a kingdom has an army. They're called angels. The kingdom has a throne. The kingdom has nation, reigns over nations. So there's rulership there. It says in Isaiah chapter 9, you know, unto us a child is given, unto us a son is born, and the government will be upon his shoulders. Psalm 145 says, They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men your mighty acts, the glory of the majesty of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and a dominion that endures throughout all generations. So God, as I said in the first episode of the Overcomers series, he wants to copy heaven onto the earth. We know this because God created heaven and earth. He gave the earth to man, and then he made man to rule over the earth. So the right way to rule is in relationship with God. And then Jesus said, pray that the Father would make his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Daniel chapter 2, verses 44 says, In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, and that kingdom will never be left for another people. It will crush and put to end all other kingdoms, but itself will endure forever. Daniel seven eighteen, But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, for ages to come. And it's not just a New Testament thing. John the Baptist preached the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ kept preached the kingdom of God. Mark 11 says, Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. So even Jesus sits on the throne of David. So it's a kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. Jesus in Matthew 4 said, From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. After he died and rose again in the book of Acts, it says Jesus presented himself alive after his suffering by providing convincing proof, appearing to them over a period of 40 days and speaking to them the things concerning the kingdom of God. So Paul said, I don't come with wise sounding words, but with power and demonstration of the spirit of God. Jesus talked about the kingdom. He said, "By the, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent men take it by force. So we need to do that. We need to take the kingdom by force. We need to seek first the kingdom. We need to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus talks a lot about what the kingdom is like. And the best way to explain it in the natural mind is to say that the kingdom of heaven is a place. The kingdom of heaven is a territory. The kingdom of heaven is a country. The kingdom of heaven is your heart only after you've been born again. So when someone becomes a Christian, when someone is filled with the Holy Spirit, they become owned by God. They become the property of God. They become sons of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Now, there are lots of scriptures about the promise of the kingdom, but then the promise of the kingdom comes when the Holy Spirit comes. 
So when the Holy Spirit comes on the day of Pentecost, that's when the kingdom came with power. So the Holy Spirit is the kingdom. The Holy Spirit came with power. So we now have the Holy Spirit. So when we have the Holy Spirit, we have the kingdom. So the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, Paul says, but right standing with God, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So the kingdom is in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom is in the Holy Ghost. So how do you seek first the kingdom? Well, Jesus said that you need to understand it, that I went over that many times in this podcast, but also in episode one of this kingdom dynamic series called Overcomers. So what I want to focus on in this episode is what does Jesus mean by that second part of that same scripture? In Matthew 6.33, Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. So what does that mean? Well, it's so easy. It's so obvious and it's so simple. When you understand the kingdom, you're going to understand the whole Bible. There won't be any paradox anymore because the kingdom is the only lens through which the whole Bible makes sense. Yes, the Bible is weighed up by the Bible. Yes, the Bible is interpreted by the Bible. And yes, the Holy Spirit is the only one who can help us understand it. But when you understand the word of the kingdom of God, because that's the only word Jesus spoke, then you will understand everything. So in a kingdom, proximity to the king is everything. In a kingdom, imagine a real kingdom with a real throne. That's God. He Imagine walking up to the king. You would be afraid for your life. Everybody who met God fell down as dead. Everybody who met an angel, you know, almost all of them fell down as dead. They were trembling with fear. So what I'm saying to you is, Hebrew says, approach the throne of grace with confidence, right? What does it look like for you to go up to God personally? What does it look like for you to face God? What does it look like in Hebrews 4.16 to approach the throne of grace with confidence? It means that you're a friend of God. Jesus said, I no longer call you servants, but friends. A friend of God is someone who obeys him, someone who knows him, somebody who does what he says. And so seeking first his righteousness is making it a priority, your number one priority, to be friends with the king. I often say that it's important to hear God's voice but it's equally important for God to hear hear your voice. In other words, God is saying, do I hear your voice? Do Do you speak to God? He wants to hear your voice. He wants to speak to you. Like the psalmist, like the psalmist David, he said, God, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I cry out to you. A psalm of David, Psalm 5, Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my sighing. In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you, and I wait in expectation. Jesus did the same thing. Jesus says early in the morning, you know, Jesus got up to pray while it was still dark. Jesus got up to pray. So what I'm saying to you is seeking first the kingdom is seeking first the increase of the government of God. It's not only obeying God, but praying and desiring that other people would know him. Praying and desiring the prayers that God's praying. Praying in the spirit. 
loving your neighbor, preaching the gospel. When you see somebody saved, their heart becomes kingdomized. And so the, the kingdom of God is expanded. Jesus wants us to take territory. Rome took territory. The British Empire took territory. The Spanish Armada took territory. Jesus is no different. He wants you to take territory for him, like a good soldier of Jesus Christ, like Paul, like Peter, like all the apostles. You need to be communicating the word of the kingdom. The kingdom grows as you speak the word of God. And it's easy because God confirms the words with signs and wonders. God makes the tree grow. We're just responsible to hang in there and abide with him, and we will bear fruit automatically as we abide in him. So our focus is on loving him, knowing him, and abiding him. That is how we fulfill that second part of Matthew 6.33. So if you want to live an abundant life, if you want to live a successful life, if you want to fast-track your life into being an overcomer, if you want to catch up time, if you want to catch up to where your books are written about you, and you're actually on time and on schedule, then it's important to understand the kingdom and to apply some of the principles that I'm giving you today. And what I'm saying to you in episode three, you've become a gardener. You've then taken responsibility for your thinking and made sure it's kingdom. Now you're understanding what does it mean to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Seeking first the kingdom is taking territory for Jesus in other people's hearts by communicating the word and seeking his righteousness is valuing the perspective and the opinion of the king above all else the righteousness means right standing so in other words do you have the right to stand before the king and not get killed do you have the ability to stand before jesus and to ask him anything and he'll say yes do you have a blank check from Jesus? Because that is what he's giving you if you follow him. Let me pray for you guys today. Father in heaven, you are so cool. You are so awesome and you give us the kingdom of God, but we need to understand it. And we know that on this world we have trouble, but you have overcome the world. So I just pray you give these people grace, Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ is Lord. I pray that you help them to seek first the kingdom of God, to see the kingdom and understand the kingdom and to bear fruit, but also to understand what it means to be friends with God. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I pray today that the, these people would have an encounter with you right now in their car, in their night, in their bedroom, in their sleep, in their connect group, in their church, in their Bible study. Angels appear. You know, you walk into the room, Jesus. Lord, would you tr train their ears? I'm going to put a little bit of music at the end of this particular episode just so that you can wait on God and say yes to the invitation of being his friend today and ask for an encounter, and I believe he will meet you tonight and today. Thank you guys for listening.
たい。